Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Essential Apple Show where it's basically shut up and take my money because it's been quite an event uh, for something, well, I'm just a little bit in shock as you can probably hear. With me today to discuss all what we've watched in the last two hours, well, we'll go for one hour's fifty because that strange woman dancing at the end, well, that, as you listened to the show, wasn't my cup of tea. We have a returning guest. It's Mr. Barry Gentleman, fresh back from another leg of his holidays. How you doing, Barry? I am I am good, mate. I'm good. And you'll be pleased to know that the holidays are coming to an end on the 26th of September, because I will once again be gainfully employed. Are you allowed to tell us mm. who this new person is that's going to employ you? It's not the, 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 the corner shop, is it? Yes. He's got a paper <laughs> you found, round. You found me out. You're going to be one of those... Those old types that go around with their tartan satchel on the wheels with a flask delivering papers in the afternoon. Not that there's anything no, wrong with that. No, no, I've got a, a large waterproof orange bag, but enough about my medical condition. <laughs> oh, yep, yeah, he's back. And also with me is our regular guesting cohort. It's Mr. Carl Martin from the Mac and Forth show. How you doing, Carl? Uh, I'm very tired. I've been up since 3 a.m. and I've done two shifts today. So I am shattered. So if I make mistakes during the show, that's why I'm getting it up front. That's my reason. Well, let's crack right on. It's fair to say this was a an event of... What's the word I'm looking No, Mark, you're, you're forgetting all the people are going to call it boring and dull and How tedious. How do you call that when you've got a plumber on a show? I mean, that, that alone was like, they said, oh, and Mario's coming to iOS when Nintendo said, no, we're never coming to it. And yes, it may be an auto-scroller, but it's Mario, it's got coins, and it goes, ding. Well, I thought I thought that was more interesting, not not particularly the game, but as you say, because they're the first part, they've, they've chosen iPhone, Apple, sorry, to come out first with. And it's definitely a toe-in-the-water kind of move because, you know, they could easily, if they have a massive success with that game, it might allow because they've had a massive success with with Pokemon, even though it isn't their li- you know license. They just got somehow associated with it. But uh, if they have a massive success with with Mario, because you know nostalgia and things like that, they might be more willing to pull you know some of their classic titles over to iOS, for example. And it all depends on what this new NX console is going to be coming out, or indeed what that's going to do. So like, I can see now why they wouldn't have like a fully featured Mario, you know control it yourself game but like you said i think you know that they're barry have you got any mario fans in your family oh Ma- mario karts were it, it was just was a, a staple for quite a long time and again it was only on on the wii but what a game that was I, i'd never been to be honest i've never been a fan of the um you know the, the platform thing it was i was really just a mario karts aficionado but um but to coin to coin the phrase that i i'd lost count of how many times it was said but I could not be more excited to talk about the, the event today. <laughs> when Carl said lot. 10 minutes from the end, uh, let's go, let's go now. It's like, right, come on, yes, jump on. We're going to rattle through some of these points because I think we all know where we're going to be heading to on this particular show. They then moved into education. Uh, there's going to be more schools learning Swift Playgrounds, which is rather excellent. And there's going to be an upgrade to iWork, real-time collaboration. Now, is this going to be quip styly? We don't know. All we got to see, or saw, I should say, was the presentation. Is this going to be enough to tempt any of you chaps away from using Google Documents, or could it even tempt the show show away from using Quip, especially since it's been bought by Salesforce? What was your thoughts on that that bit of the presentation, Carl? Well, 
like I say, the only reason I really, the only time I do documents currently is for our show docs, really. Everything else, like when, when I write a piece, for example, for for our site or my Mac site, I, I, I'm doing it within various text editors I've got. But yeah, the only thing that we collaborate on any time is our show docs. And, you know, we started out with Google Docs and that, well, that was fine. It's just, it was pretty basic and we were looking around for something else and then Quip come along and that, that was fine. That worked quite well. Um, it allowed, it's a bit clunky sometimes, but it worked for, quite well. But as you say, they've been bought out by Salesforce recently. So you always think, well, how long has it got to run now? Because you can never trust anything to run forever once another company buys it out. So I did, it could be good because because what we do, the way we do our, our show docs is we have a little description and if we can start putting pictures in and so our videos and we can actually make our show documents more dynamic. Uh, and there is a feature already, I believe, in, in, in iWork where you can share you can share the documents to a much wider audience. So a p- picture a, a, a situation where if we do, if we are so become so proud of our show docs, we can just put that link in, say, the podcast um, description, and people can just go in and see exactly what we was working off and where we got our information from and stuff like this. And I don't know, it depends how much activity you can actually have have on those docs documents but if you could invite other people in to continuously update and comment on i don't know see it's one of those things where we're in a wait and see holding pattern until it actually comes out but i just think we will thus as people who just do podcasts alone we'll be in an interesting position where we can share our show docs maybe and it will just be a link away that would be really good i think in certain situations because we can point exactly at this video or this image we want to share with the audience and it'll be literally just a click away as they're as they're listening to the podcast maybe the the other thing about that the presentation was you didn't get to see much sort of real time moving yes you got to see no. images and everything in place it was like how do we know those people are really doing that because there was no if it had been us doing a demonstration i would have been wanging anything right on the screen to see how quickly it refreshes uh, well, yes, that goes away saying, uh, obviously, they couldn't do one for sheets or spreadsheets because that wouldn't exactly make for a uh, an interesting display. Um, no. Hopefully. So go on, Mary. No, for me, it, you know, obviously, they're not going to do it live. I don't, for me, that didn't feel, no. feel live. But it gave, you, it gave you a really good idea of, of how this might work. But I suppose the, the question now is because they've, you know, if, if you're, if you uh, are a company that uses Apple stuff, and you've been you've been tempted away in the in the recent the recent years to to Microsoft like Office. Mm. Is is this going to be enough of a feature to pull you back to iWork? Or you know, I I'm not entirely sure about the whole feature set of of Office three six five, for example, and being able you know remote connect all this sort of stuff. So I don't know if if Colab is is something that sits in that space quite nicely. Well, I don't think it was a coincidence I, I used Keynote because you know Keynote is pretty much, as far as I'm aware, considered to be the best sort of presentation program out of the two. And I know, um, what's Microsoft's one called? I've totally forgotten. PowerPoint. 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 Yeah, exactly. I know that had such a bad rap for such a long time, but it's gone come on leaps and bounds since then. But still, everyone who who does keynotes finds, because I used to do them when I used to present every now and again at Elmug, and I love doing keynotes. Um, presentations on keynote it was just so instinctive and and it was all the animations everything worked really well 
And, you know, I'm not surprised that they showed that off rather than something using pages or something using numbers, for example. You're never going to tempt people away from using Excel who have to use it professionally. But, you know, for little fates or for little things where you're just putting something together, um, if everyone's got an Apple device, because it it did say it works across iPads and iPhones and everything like that, it could be it could work well. You know, if you're trying to organize a little church fate fate thing or some sort of sports day, if you can you know, reach out and do collaboration between all these different people who might have photographs they need to add and, and little graphs and things like this. I, I don't see big multinational corporations getting using it on a daily basis, however. In schools, I think it, it would work really, really well. Hmm. It'll also be handy for how we do some of the reviews on the website, although we haven't done many recently, because we share documents between us. We're always dipping in and out, and Quip is good for looking at the changes made, but the disadvantage it has is that with Google Docs, you actually get to see the sentences and the paragraphs, uh, what's the word, strike uh, struck out with highlighting uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how that all happens. And, you know, you've also got handoff and continuity. So I can be working on a document, go somewhere with my phone, come back to my desk, and it's all beautifully synced up together in a, a nice little mm. way. So can't wait to see that. Can't wait to give it a try. Let's see just how good Apple can do their cloud stuff. Right. <laughs> I think we've done a bit enough preamble because it's time for the first of the many times we're going to dare. So many times we're going to say today. Shut up, Apple. Take my money because we have a new watch. Barry, has it finally done enough for you to go out there and get an Apple Watch? You know what? I I really didn't want it to, <laughs> but I think it may have done. What? I know. It's just. I, I, I seriously thought you was going to say no in a blink of an eye. Then. No, I'm 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 very very impressed. Very impressed. But again, so- I I need I do need to find. The, the GPS for me was always the killer, the killer thing that, that I think it needed. Um, but, so is that uh, the thing that tempted you over? From, yeah. From, oh, okay. Yeah. It was as simple as that. It was literally as simple as that. It was. It was. And it, again, it, it might not be a device that you know I wear all the time every day, but for for going out um, like on a, on a bike ride or something, that that's the thing that that was the thing that was missing for it for me because you know, I, I've been out and I've bought a a mount for my phone to sit on my handlebars of my push bike so if i if i and, and yeah that which is fine that works great but not having to take my phone out it, it just that that was the thing for me but i'm still you know i'm I'm not gonna i'm not gonna rush out and pre-order because i'm i'm going to the u.s in december oh look <laughs> oh, get oh, him what is, hang get on him. let me get this straight another holiday another yeah another holiday <laughs> well, it can't work for too long, not with his reputation. No. Oh, I've done a, I've done a hard day's work. Right, holiday. Where are we going? <laughs> He's one step there away is, from going on a cruise ship for six there, weeks. There is that. I did mention it. I said um, I've got some. I've got a, a couple of weeks booked in December. I said, well, when you join, you can put it into the uh, the company holiday system. Happy days. Hey, <laughs> but but yeah, again. So I mean, I'll, I'll I'll just chuck out a few things that I thought were were awesome. So water resistance, fantastic. The swimming, uh, the calorie burn calculation stuff for swimming, but also the thing that I've, the thing that made me actually go all out loud was the water ejection for using the speaker. Yes, yeah, that that's quite. a darn fine bit of technology. The uh, that machine that they had, which basically looked like a washing machine 
on steroids dunking those upper washes. That was that was impressive. I wanted to see more of that. You, you always do when they, when they show you these little devices that they put together um, to test out these various things. You always will think, "What? No, show that a bit more because <laughs> that looked weird." It, it's just like when they're showing you how they get that nice gloss on the phone, which we'll come back to later. And you think, "God, just." How how are you coming up with these things? It's it's insane, but I guess it's just the way they shoot it, and it makes it look interesting and things like this. But yeah, I mean, two new two new workouts for swimming. I'm not a big swimmer, strangely enough, because normally once I push off from one side of the pool, I've reached the other end straight away. But uh, but you know, I know a lot of people like swimming up and down lengths, unless there's kids in the bloody way. But uh, yeah, that should be quite good. It might it might make me go to my local swimming baths again and give it a go when, when once I get hold of one. Well, I've just had a look on the Apple.com website, and interestingly, they're quoting 18 hours of battery life on both the Series 1 and the Series 2. And the Series 1 has got a bit of an upgrade as well, but surprisingly, Mm. it doesn't get any extra battery life. So they must have just decided, right, well, we're just going to stop producing that processor completely uh, and just go with the second one or try and get everyone across to the second one. Um, I now know that I'm pretty much going to be stuffed for so trying to sell my Apple Watch after seeing the second one and the price drop. Was there, was there a bit of a price drop? I can't remember. And the new yeah, CPU. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I've got to, I've got to flog my one. I've already got customer lined up, fortunately. But I'm only going to sell it to them for about 100 quid. And that's it, really. I wasn't expecting much back from it. <clears throat> and, we, and we also found out what a nit, well, I found out what a nit was. I didn't. So it's <laughs> Just, it's I, a... One, one candela per square meter is a nit, so a thousand mm-hmm. nits. See, he did go on about the the face being the brightest that's display ever. Well, they've only made two devices, so it probably will be. But I've never had an issue really. Re- I'm trying to think back. I've never, even in bright sunlight, I've never had an issue reading the display. But if they've made it now, supposedly twice as bright, then then great. Um, yeah, and uh, you know the, the GPS thing locking on. See, I was I said 100 percent, didn't I, Mark? You have a week 100 percent. If there was an Apple Watch too, GPS. I can't remember what we were talking about. Yes, I did. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with yes. So I'm, I'm just trying to read through the. I'm trying to remember stuff. Get over the thing. Get over the event and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it's also. So, I mean, so, sorry, Carl, go on. I was just saying, saying because like, the GPS locks on. They're saying it locks on instantly, which is a big thing with GPS because it normally takes a few uh, seconds. Ah, yes, 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 yes. I'm with you now. Yeah. So, so as long as you know, so once you head out on your walk or your run or your bicycle ride, the fact that you can just literally start it up and go without having to worry about anything. And you know, just this week since I got my new my my replacement watch, I've been using the um, I've been leaving my phone at home anyway and just using the Bluetooth to play my music, one of my playlists um, from my watch to my earphones. And and now, I mean, it's, it's never been a big issue for me to carry my phone around with me once I'm out doing my various walks in the park in the evening. But now I really do think I'm going to start leaving my phone at home. One, I will not be bothered by emails or notifications or anything like that at the moment. Probably next year or next iteration, we'll, they'll probably find a way to put LTE in there or something like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, you don't really need, if you're out, doing your power walk or Barry's doing his cycling or you're doing your run mark, you don't really want to be bothered by notifications and things like that, do you? I, d- I don't know. No, Maybe I'm no, just being side. That time that my Garmin had a update on the day of an event and as I was going around the course, all it was doing was it kept vibrating on my hand over and over <laughs> with the same damn notifications. It's interesting though that it's, this is now a dual core CPU. They made a factor that which is up to 50% yep. faster. The GPU is up to two times faster and they had Night Sky running at 60 FPS. Now, I'm hoping that the battery life, it, 
at the end of the day, so if you leave your house at, say, 8 o'clock or half 7, you go to work, you go for a run after work, I'm hoping for about 35% battery, which will... I would be happy if it would keep a GPS lock for two hours whilst I'm out for a run. If it can do that, I think that might be pushing it, then I'd be happy. Now, obviously, we're going to get the athletes to say, oh, my God, it only does an hour, it only does an hour and a half, or that's not long enough for me or whomever. But any money, Apple have released it, knowing all the stats they would have collected from all the activities and all the data they can get and all the telemetry to say, yes, right, if it can go for two hours, well, that's about right. Well, but didn't that woman say who who done the demonstration of the walk? It was like a four hour walk or something, and she was using that supposedly going to be using the app all the way round. Yeah, that's a good point. That was a very good point. Mm. Uh, she said the eighteen hour walk, but was it the twelve hour walk? I say it was a bit much. Well, yeah, telling me. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's I, I I just find it interesting uh, um, that they already moved on to having gps and i know i know i know other watches are out there and not only have they got gps in them they've also got in some cases ltes as well but uh yeah i mean it all comes down to battery and 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 the other useful features that come with the watch i mean we had a new gear gear 3 was released or at least it's um, revealed this week and i got met they look wonderful watches of course they show them I didn't realize this when I, I tweeted out the story saying, oh, that looks really nice, that watch. But it's it's 46-centimeter size watch, so it's even bigger than my 42-inch. So these things have got to be huge, and I know it's most of the literature or most of the images they put out with this watch. It's not on the, anyone's wrist. They're just sitting there, <laughs> you know, with black backgrounds and things like this. So I'm thinking, I wonder what that's going to look like once you put it on someone's wrist. 46 centimeters. That seems huge to me. But you probably look like something out of um, Blake Seven or uh, yeah, one, one of those. Um, or do you remember the Tomorrow People? Yeah. Well, they had they had jaunting belts, didn't they? They didn't. They, they, but that would might that might work just as well. Yeah, I mean, it's each to their own. Some people probably. Might might want a big huge watch, but I I, I don't know. It, it, they do look stylish. Some of the faces they've got on them may do make them look very stylish indeed. I got to say, but uh, yeah, I mean, I never would have bought one in a million years because I'm not in that ecosphere. I'm in the Apple ecosphere. So the fact that they bought out an Apple, and I tell you the truth, I wasn't really expecting an Apple Watch at all because there was one that one rumor about a possible GPS coming to it, and that was it. There was nothing else really. There was a battery as well, wasn't there? But I don't think anyone expected. And this is the whole thing about Apple now. It's like, oh, yeah, Apple are leaking in the sieve. Yes, you can see the cases. But you're right. No leaks about the processors. No leaks about the display, what it can actually do or anything like that. So on a Apple secure, not letting secret rating, I'd say we've got to give them an eight on that, especially what with the GPS information and, and the Nike Plus. Well, not only that, and the ceramic version. That looked amazing. I mean, well, I, I, yeah, cost. I reckon. What do we know a cost yet? Or are you talking about the Nike version? No, no, just no. There just is a the, ceramic version. Yeah, the the ceramic, the ceramic material watch was like, wow, how, how, <laughs> how? It, what was he saying? It was was it ten times more? Four, four times oh, harder oh. than stainless steel. That's just awesome. The hipster, skinny, weird-wearing jeans brigade are going to love that one. <laughs> That's exactly who it's designed for. It's 
I'm sold. I really am. Like the reason I think the reason why I'm saying I would be happy with two hours of running time at the end of the day, because I think you've got to set a fair expectation because, you know, everyone's going to go out there and say, oh, my Garmin lasts for so long and all that sort of thing. And it's what Apple has always said about the watch. It's your most personal device ever. So for me, two hours at the end of the day, I know I'm going to be able to go out, go for a run, go for a cycle, be done. But still have enough to tell the time at the end of it all. I'd be happy with that. I don't think. I don't think that's an issue because t- you just bung it on. Uh, you can bung it on its charger and go to the toilet for like five minutes or whatever, and you come back and that's probably got enough of a charge to, to Who's last you. Who's up? A fair... You've been doing a bit of video work. Who's up for recording a video of your Apple Watch underwater whilst checking your email? Uh, no. <laughs> what about doing, doing some that. scribbling underwater? I'm not doing that either. Yeah. I'm not putting. I, I might wear it in the shower now. I might feel brave enough to wear it in the shower. I, I, if, if, and I'm going to go and try out the swimming pool. Uh, yeah. So if you live near me, watch out because I'll be going to a swimming pool near me when I get hold of it. But I also then want a, a slow motion shot of the water being ejected from the speaker. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I'm sure that will come up. Yeah, someone's bound to do like 120,000 frames per second slow-mo of that. Oh, uh, what I love about these these uh, these events is they don't just tell you about oh yeah this is the hardware this is what it does they actually show you and help you understand what goes into the product. I mean the way that they were showing it all put together and especially the iPhone and I was just sat there at the iPhone going what the hell how do they think to go you know what we're going to magnetize some ions and let it see through the pores of the metal who in, who sits around and thinks these things anyway we'll come to the iphone in a minute apple watch nike edition has that appealed to anyone not to, well i was i was going to ask you about that because you're the runner not me well the watch is very reminiscent to that sorry the strap is very reminiscent to that of a tom tom i'm I don't think I'm tempted with that. I'm just trying to find if it's any more uh, anything more expensive. So the space grey aluminium case with the black slash vault Nike Sports Band is three six nine, and the standard upper watch scrolly 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 is three six nine. So yeah. let, me, let me just get this correct. It is basically still an Apple Watch, isn't it? It's just got Nike Plus branding. It's basically on it. just branded, yes. And it's, it seems to have a designer app. Because they didn't mention that app being available on the other watches. No, that's pretty much it. It's like a big marketing time thing. The only downside I could see with this is that if you're going to be using uh, the Nike software, how is it? Oh, sorry, the Nike edition. How is it going to work with things like Runkeeper and uh, Strava? Well, it, it probably won't, will it? Because you'll be using those apps. But that's that was the other point. The GPS is going to be open up, so apps can have access to that information as well so that will make hopefully because we've got a, a question about health apps in our feedback a little bit later but um yeah so it'll, it'll basically depend on what the various app manufacturers want or developers want to do with that new access to gps what they do with it i mean i can imagine most of them will definitely want to to implement it because you don't want to be the company um you know, like things like Withins, for example, they've been quite hesitant to bring some of their stuff, their features over to using it with the Apple Watch because they do their own brand. Uh, they do their own brand of smartwatch uh, for, for tracking you running. I've forgotten what it's called now off the top of my head. But I, I think that's why they've been a bit hesitant embracing the Apple Watch. But if, if, you, if you've now got every other company, every other developer who's in the same field of you taking advantage of it, then you're sort of like undercutting yourself by also not jumping on board. So it could be a bit of pressure on them for that. 
I don't know if I'm looking at the right prices here, but the Nike edition seems to be the same price as the yeah, normal editions. It was. Uh, it's just it's going to come out slightly later, isn't it? I think. Uh, the, the best thing I've ever seen on a website is direct fire speaker and microphone. <laughs> that is sold. That to me, if they say, "Oh, what do you get the new Apple Watch for?" Direct fire sold. <laughs> so is is there anyone out there going to be brave enough to to answer the question? Why did you get the new Apple Watch? And actually say, because it's got Pokemon Go on it. Oh, poke! Ah, oh dear. See, that was one of the things that I thought. Oh my God, are we in for a bit of a dodgy presentation here? Because yeah. I'm not a big um, we Pokemon were. Go. Uh, yeah, but that's done. But it's such a huge app, isn't it? I mean, if you don't play it, it's daft. It's stupid. It's pointless. It's 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 facile. But if 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 you're a Pokemon Go player, then this could be game changing for you because the way they explain the app it all counts against your activity and things like this and i can see people who are going out chasing these little virtual monsters lapping it up it's not something for me granted because because i i like to think i'm an adult but i'm obviously wrong about that <laughs> but but it, it's an interesting spin on, yeah. on on that game and a watch yeah. there's people um people actually doing things like uh putting their phone Connect, yeah, putting their phone in a drone, connect it to a drone, and flying the drone around, <laughs> so they can still sit on their um, over there large posteriors. Yeah. <laughs> so exercise, pa, technology, mate. That's what it's all about. What was that gadget? <laughs> that blow card uh, that he's probably oh. put away in his pocket. You can Apple knew about that because that just seemed like a yeah. shameless bit of shilling. And we've got this gadget that you can also buy for us in all good, all good retailers. Are you? Are you suggesting that uh, Tim Cook's head suddenly snapped around and went, what? <laughs> I would say just a smidgen, because I don't recall anyone ever saying, oh, yes, and you can buy this little thing that I just happened to put I, in my pocket and then put away really, really quickly. I, I don't I don't know. I don't think if anyone, anyone had the guts to do that to an Apple presentation, they'd probably never get invited back again and, and, and things like that. So I don't know, maybe. Been, no, because uh, that, that device had been on the cards for some while. Sorry, Dan. No, I was going to say there's, there's been there's, you know, the news tomorrow. Will be that there's been a horrific accident. <laughs> oh yeah, don't don't don't. Uh, let, let's move on from that one. Uh, so then we got motivational running. I'll be running today. Six days with no running, so it goes from motivational into guilt. Just do it Sundays. Well, I do. I go. I just go to the pub on the Sunday and have Sunday lunch. And the Nike Plus Run Club all sounds a bit interesting. Again, I'm uh, very much entrenched into the world of Strava. Uh, it'd be really nice to see what all, all the other third parties are going to do with the, the complications. More colours, as Barry said. The ceramic back as well. It's yep. There we are. Course, There's another three hundred ninety nine quid gone. <laughs> and of course, even if you stick with your old Apple Watch Series One, as it's now called, uh, the Watch OS three is just going to make that shine anyway. It'll be like having a whole new device. You don't have to necessarily go and get this this new Series Two with the GPS because that uh, that Watch OS three is just gonna make your watch fly. And I had been I've, you nailed it the other day. I had been um, sorry you, earlier on the show. Sorry everyone, this is going to be live and uncut. So if this is a bit more jumbly than before, than our normal show, then that's why because we got to get out today. It occurred to me the other day that I could have. Um, when I was having problems with my iPhone, I could have synced my Bluetooth headphones to my watch and then mm-hmm. listened to the music on my watch, but I still haven't quite gone around knowing how you put, and this is shameful to admit, how I would put my playlist 
onto my watch. It's easy. You open up the watch app, you go down to music, down on one of the options under the music setting is sync a playlist. You open that up, you go through and select what playlist you want to sync, and it will say how much how much space memory do you want to associate. Like, I think it's up to two gig, or is it one gig, the maximum anyway. And then once you put it on the charger, the watch on the charger, it will sync across all that music to your device. So you can only have one playlist. Um, but then it's on there. And then when you go out, you start your music off, you, you deep press or hard press, what if you false touch on your watch and you choose the different device you want to go on. If you've already synced up your earphones, it will appear as a, the source will be the watch and that's it. Off you go. Done. And there'll be an accompanying video. <laughs> Actually, I, I tell you what, right. I, I, it's the watch has been out. What? 18 months now. Is it 18 months? It, uh, yes, it's, it can't be far off. And I was watching a video the other day, and I found a, a, a thing on it, a setting on it, that I never even knew existed. And that was something so simple. If you open up the default weather app, for example, on your Apple Watch, you get that little dial of what's going to happen within the next, what is it, six, ten hours or whatever. I'm not sure. But if you tap on that, so it goes from the, the temperature. If you tap it once, it goes to the... the um, the reading, so 23 degrees or whatever it is. And if you tap it again, it goes to the chance of precipitation. And I thought, I've not known that in over a year. <laughs> it's just been sitting there. It's not, something, it's not something big. I'm just saying, still to this day, I can, I can go into this little device and there's things that I'm not aware of. So we're all agreed, we're all sold. Anyone got any particular favourites of what one they're going to put down their money for? Uh, let's go with, well, let's go with the stalwart of holding out of not getting one. Barry, what one are you going to go for? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I, I think I need a bit more time to absorb it all and then um, then uh, print some pictures out and put them on my wrist. <laughs> so oh people did Lord. that, didn't they, originally? <laughs> they didn't. I'm sure they did. <laughs> no. I'm sure. They, I also remember people printing out mock-ups for the iPad so they could hold it up and get a rough idea of how big the iPad would be once they got it on there in their little grubby mitts. Yeah, you, you yeah, sorry. So you do realise that you know, when you get your iPad, you won't be able to fold that and put it in your pocket. Some people tried. That was the <laughs> iPhone anyway. That was the thing that folded. <laughs> so Barry's undecided. Carl, any ideas for you? Um, I might. I, I'll probably stick with the sports, the black sports edition because I still do like this i mean i i don't i'm not a great buyer of official watch apple watch straps but i've got so many third-party ones and they all look they all look wonderful on 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 the darn thing I, i'm probably going to go and buy some more actually once i get hold of this um some because I, I i've got i virtually bought all the ripoffs that you can get except for the traditional like leather band types and i i think i'm going to try and get some more some more of them and that's the beauty of it isn't it that's a beauty of third party few third party uh, manufacturers because just like iphone cases there are so many out there now for the apple watch you can find anything you want there's a, a rainbow a metallic rainbow effect for Mel- melanay's loop for example it, it just looks so funky not saying i personally buy but the options there i think i'm gonna go with the fluorolastoma El Cheapo edition. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. Sport. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to hold out for the Nike. I would actually like to hold out for the Nike one, but it's coming too late and Apple needs to take my money sooner rather than later. (laughs) That's if we can get it on that Apple plan thingy that we'll discuss in a bit. I think that covers the watch nicely then. Let's move on to 
the big one. We've got the iPhone iOS 10 is coming soon. HomeKit has over 100 products to come. Uh, the iPhone 7, uh, which is starting to become like the now CD collection. Now, this is what I call an iPhone version 7. <laughs> Where the heck do we start? Well, let's go with the home button. The home button's got is gone force-sensitive taptic, and it's going to be programmable by third-party apps. Didn't see that one coming, I've got to say. Yeah, well, one of the biggest failings of an iPhone normally appears to be that that home button because it, it's an actual moving object. That's one of the many things that fail, which is why they most you look at a lot of people's iPhones who's who's who have had them a while, and that's why they've got that screen where you can use the software to insert the home button because it's become unresponsive. So now they've actually made it into uh, the solid version where it's just a taptic feedback that should cut down on that one particular problem a hell of a lot. And it's well, it also, will totally because yeah. it's no longer possible. And this probably leads us on to the IP67 standard, which means it's pretty much waterproof-ish, dustproof-ish. That's a good, decent standard to be, especially on a device like that. Yeah. A lot of phones... Yeah, sorry. No, go on, go on. Like I say, a lot of phones are now, you know, from other manufacturers have also got IP67. It's not... It's actually something we've got to be careful because there was that release. I think it was Sony. I could be wrong about this, but Sony put out this big press release saying you could put it underwater. And then within a day, they had to like take that back and say, well, no, it's water resistant. It's not waterproof. And, and so, but it's the first time Apple have ever come forward and said, now it is resistant up to this IP67, which I think basically means heavy rain, or you can give it a short dunk in underwater and it should still work. So you, I wouldn't go swimming with it in your pocket, for example. But if you quickly... Because he, he showed a picture of someone falling into a swimming pool. So maybe if you do that, or you just drop it into a toilet bowl, ooh, um, and you fish it out, ooh, uh, it should still work. Yeah. Well, I, so I, IP... You get a lot of this with um, external electrical stuff as well. So it's not, they won't be IP67. They'll be maybe IP44 or something like that. But the first, so the first digit is dust proofness, and the second right. digit is, is water. So, and is, um, it, is six, it higher the better? Was I? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, I mean, this is pretty much as as I think it's. I can't. I can't for the life of me remember how far the numbers go. But six is dust tight, so you shouldn't get any dust in there. And seven is obviously water resistance, and that I think. It's what I, what I looked up. It said seven is one meter depth up, to, mm. and the testing goes up to thirty minutes. So, yeah. so um, a, again, yeah, we, we are not we are not suggesting that you you try this at home. <laughs> oh, you can but, just see the YouTube videos now. There's going to be some rich kid who's going to get this on day one. And said I went swimming, and let's see how long the my iPhone lasts. But they were doing that with the last iPhone, and it, it, they were quite impressed at how long it lasted. Because that's that's you know the stress tests they, they get a lot of views so there's a lot of money in those views um, but well actually not so much recently since uh, the whole demonetization conspiracy with Google going on recently I think we got that we, yeah we're going to delve into next I did a live stream this weekend I had four viewers at the peak I ruled the internet and then they all <laughs> soon promptly left and then oh, it was Jim. just there was just me and Dean. <laughs> Did you start taking your clothes off? No, no, God, no one knows. I had to be very careful what browser windows were open. But anyway, so IP67, <laughs> that's ingress protection. The big one, well, it's all big, really, is it? the camera. Optical image stabilization on all models. Uh, 1.8 aperture, a 12 megapixel sensor, which is 30% more efficient. Quad LED true tone flash. 
100 billion operations in 25 milliseconds. Yeah, that was... What? I couldn't believe... What? I thought, how many? That was ridiculous. You're going to want if that's like bytes, not because it's obviously not going to be bytes, it's probably going to be pixels or... But that's... I wonder how they've you actually out, measured that. You missed out flicker sensor as well. So if you're under um, fluorescent lights and things like that, it will detect and supposedly work out all that stuff. It's just insane what that processor is doing. It's not just the lens doing it, it's the image processor as it's well. It's the whole and, camera. It's Well, I say whole camera, it's the whole system now. Raw files mm. as well. So all of those people that are saying, oh, we should have right to raw, uh, that's probably one of the reasons why they've given us increased storage. And a forward-facing 7-megapixel FaceTime camera. Sorry, Carl, go on. Well, not not just raw, but they're also also opening that up to third party developers as well, so they'll have access to all that information as well. So you can imagine, like he mentioned, Adobe Lightroom, for example. And I know Instagram came up and done a quick demonstration, which I thought the only thing I noticed about the Instagram thing is the picture they took wasn't square; it was a proper, you know, portrait sized image. And I thought, oh, are Instagram getting away from their square? Square pictures. There was a know. couple of other um, photos that were square. Were they? That's a good point. And plus that hmm. picture, it really didn't look much cop either. Especially strange <laughs> given all the lighting and all the focusing for all uh, on yeah, the camera. That's Instagram. He applied, he, they applied their filters. I mean, some people like Instagram filters, some people hate them. So it depends what you want to do. But, you know, again, they, they, they demonstrated some of the photos that professionals took with these devices and they're stunning. But... These are professional people who can normally take a little box, cardboard box camera and produce something spectacular as well. So it's always more interesting when like me, you and Barry get our hands on it and see what we can come up with. But yeah, I mean, that's the standard iPhone 7 camera, of course, but it's the other one that's far more interesting, I thought. This is the one that's making me think, hmm, do I go giant phone size? It's got two... 12 what does it say like what can you do when apple feel like they've produced the best camera that they can possibly produce i know let's produce another one and stick it in so we've now got two 12 megapixel cameras one is wide angle one's telephoto and it basically lets you do zooming in shots uh up to two times optical and then the rest of it thanks to fancy dan image processing and all of the other features like deep trend isolation and all that stuff you can get 10 times software zoom and again yeah it did look impressive but you know the real world shots are going to be where the proper money comes in but uh you can, did they say that they zoomed into the picture after it was taken, or you zoom in ten times whilst you're taking the picture? I can't remember. Well, they showed a still, but then they also went on to show you could do it when they was doing a little video presentation. They showed you doing it live, someone doing it live as well. The only thing is, I did. They also didn't mention video at all during the actual keynote part of it. But when they were showing the video again, someone was shooting video. So I'm, I'm, because that's the bit I'm most interested in. I'm waiting to see how how much of an advantage that has over video, if any, because the fact they didn't mention it at all kind of concerns me a little bit there. But uh, yeah, I mean, some of the stuff they did was quite spectacular. And it sounds, you know, it, again, it could just be speech and spill and uh, and clever, clever photos and things like this. But some of those low light images did look wonderful coming from a, a mobile phone. They did, you know, because as I mentioned previously, uh, we was out with a group of friends and had an Android and they took a shot of us and the, the flash blinded me for at least five seconds. And the picture, yes, we're all in the picture, but we all look like 
rabbits in a headlight because we're just like, oh my god. So those those didn't look like they were ex- excessive flash photography. It looked like they got a lot of substance there. Now, obviously, the, if we had Alex Fox on discussing this stuff, and at the moment it's all theory because until we get our hands on it, maybe once I've got my my iPhone Seven Plus and I let him play with it, we could invite him on the show and he could. Like give because as a professional photographer, he could give his views and uh, on all the stuff it's doing in the background. Yeah, let, let's do it. Let's get someone on who knows what they're talking about uh, for change. Uh, what else we got here? We got well, bokeh. Oh, sorry, sneak, no, it was, yeah, sneak peek. That was the other thing. So this isn't something. Sorry, go on, carry on. Do your introduction. I'm, I'm hogging. <laughs> no, no, go on, go for it. I was only because we got shadow depth of field. So bokeh, I can see now every product review that I do is going to be just have a bokeh effect applied to it. Is it Bokey or Bokeh? Considering the amount of abuse I've had on Twitter, no, light-hearted banter. Isn't it Bokey Bokey? Yeah. <laughs> I have been told apparently. In fact, Barry, you'll be able to answer this. Reuters or Reuters? Reuters. Ha! ha! Damn it! Ha! Ah! <laughs> Thank you to then, everyone on the Twitter who chirped in about that one. Yeah, but then when you obviously because we when you talk about a router like a network router, it's R O U. But if you're American or Australian, you call them routers. Yeah. It's like data, data, or data. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Or flump. Or flump. The Stein versus Mass thing has yet to be settled. I know some people have tweeted in, but I have a cunning plan on that one. No, 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 no. It's a Stein. Use a (laughs) real-time preview of Bokeh Effect. That's going to be quite nice. We'll see. Is that... Are we now going to see Instagram and Facebook all littered with bokeh selfies? Yeah, of course you will. Of course. Well, as long as they've got an iPhone 7 Plus anyway, yeah. I mean, you can do it now, but there's loads of apps out there that will help you blur the background, but you have to do it manually. So the fact that it's live as well, he, you know, he was saying that most DSLRs can't do it live. So i'm I'm not sure if that's true or not but it, but it looks pretty impressive when you're trying to do a portrait or a close-up or something and you want to put the artistic shot because they and i also thought interesting as well the picture he showed he goes this is what a ds an slr will do and then he came back to it i've got to tell you the truth that is that was shot on an iphone yeah that was seven a good plus moment. and i thought oh dear again however professional photographer let loose and the fact that they also use actual quotes from supposedly well i'm not gonna say supposedly from professional photographers i'm gonna to have to go back and google those names to see what they've shot because i'd be in- interested to see you know how they how their photography looks because you never know <laughs> just it's just some quote it's like like when you get quotes for movies like this is a spectacular movie and it's just some tiny little bit says this could be dot 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 yes, a spectacular exactly. movie but but they admit that part. So I'm always a bit, whenever I see a quote, I always think, yeah, okay, a quote. I need to see the, the rest of the uh, the information. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and this is coming later in the year. This is going to be a free update. So it's not going to be on day and date of release with the phone. So, but it's something okay. that they, they, they said, what could we, what would be extra credit for the pro- product team? And that was a sneak peek. And it looked, it looked fantastic. It looked amazing. Uh, so was that- of course, this. This is this is because of that company they bought a couple of years ago, where they were working on this technology, and here we are two hours, two hours, two years later, and it's actually in the iPhone Seven Plus. Barry, you were going to chip it with something then? Yeah. So, so was was that? I didn't get whether that was is that a Seven Plus feature only, or is that something that's like, or, or yeah, or would that be 
Will that also no. be available on the FaceTime? Is that the FaceTime camera as well? But I, I, I don't know because he mentioned it's used the telephoto lens, which is only available on the Seven yeah. Plus. Yeah, I suppose if you if you were trying to take a if it was available on your 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 FaceTime camera and you were taking a selfie with that feature, you wouldn't see the guy coming up behind you trying to take your phone. <laughs> yeah, true. Or chasing Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> bum, bum. Hey, I'm here till. Oh, is, is it till next time he goes on holiday, which is probably next week? <laughs> uh, it, it was nice to see Phil Schiller have uh, a nice little way of saying, "Yeah, you should use, you know, you can use Bokey when it's appropriate," which I thought was quite a, a nice little nod to say, "Don't just use it on every single picture; it's going to get very, very boring." The best. Well, current... I also noticed. I also noticed they both said Tim and Phil. This is the best phone we have ever made. Okay, just want to point that out. They put the we in. Not, but they did say the, the best, best camera in any smartphone. Yes, they, though. they did say that. And and you know, in a few weeks' time, we're going to find out if that's true. I would imagine it is because I would imagine even though that the Windows Phones camera or the Nokia phone or whatever it is called now, uh, all three of them that people are using, they're still fairly impressive. But again, you know, what other manufacturer has thought about the entire process from start to finish? You're not gone. We just need a bigger sensor, or you know, we need the the technology to do the work. Instead of having an integrated solution, and they did make the point of saying we control everything from the way the lenses uh, the lenses are made through to the image reproduction, through to the screen. A uh, bit of a shame that there's new um, True Tone, like which is found on the iPads, coming to the uh, iPhone. But you know, we can't yeah, have one go. Yeah, it said expanded gamut. Yeah, but it, it doesn't do that thing where, depending on the oh, no, light the, you're in. Oh, no, the yeah. colour. Yeah. Yes, sorry, the colour. Sorry. Uh, the best camera in any smartphone. Yeah, we'll give them a pass on that, I think. The stereo speakers, top and bottom. Yep, I'm up for that. And it's twice as loud, so it means when I'm listening to my podcast in the car, I don't need to have my headphones in. Which... That would be interesting, because sometimes I... I mean, one of the vehicles at work that hasn't got Bluetooth or anything in the truck, and I have to result to just letting it play on the dash, and our trucks are not exactly quiet. Which takes us nicely on to that moment when they officially announced the headphone jack is no more. It's been replaced. It's now Lightning. It'll be DAC. Um, it has a digital audio chip actually in the cable within the actual headphone uh, connector. Uh, they went... They sort of glossed over that a little bit, didn't they? To sort of say, right, yeah, there's no headphone jack. Because they went in straight into some other headphones, the JBL Reflex Aware, which have uh, adaptive noise cancellation. Uh, you could only have it adapting well, adaptive because it's working through the lightning port, apparently. Yeah, I mean, they were saying when they started, when they went with the lightning port, there was a load of features that they can take advantage of. And yeah, you're right. They did rush it. I mean, I thought they put... A coherent story together. I'm not sure if it's going to win over lots and lots of people, but this is probably the first time that Apple have ever stuck a dongle in in the box For because free. they're obviously ed- they're edging their bets a little bit here because they are fully aware that not everybody is going to be okay with this move. Oh, I don't know. But- I, th- I think they had to do it. I don't think it was a hedging. I think. With like they no, say, but, with that technology being so old, they have no choice but to really stick one in. But what I mean by hedging is they know they're going to get a lot of um, like grief over this. If this is if there's anything anyone's going to attack, other than oh, it was boring, wasn't it? Um, they're going to come up with the ed- like the headphone jack missing. So 
the fact that they've sort of conceded and said, okay, we know some of you out there are not ready for this quite yet. Here's a little dongle, because they've never done that before. I can't recall them ever doing that before when they've made a piece of technology obsolete. Um, and they just went on. They, they were three states, three reasons why we've done this. One, courage. <laughs> to move which on I think, and to I had, do something that betters us all. Well, yeah, courage. Yeah. But I'm thinking, but some, some Android phones have already done it. So well done. But they, they, they said courage. Uh, one is space is a premium inside that phone, which it probably is. There's so much stuff going on inside that phone now. Um, but space is probably a premium. Uh, and the other thing is a vision. So that really does lead some, lend some cre- credence to some of these stories that next year, when they bring out the iPhone 8, because apparently they're going to skip the 7S. I don't want to start early rumours. I'm just saying this is what I heard. Well, you'd be late uh, starting the rumours anyway. They're already on about the iPhone 8. Yeah, exactly. But um, they, they wanted to get the, uh, the, 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 um, this hiccup out of the way early so it doesn't detract from the next real you know, 10th anniversary edition phone. Um, I, I don't know if that's true, but he said some of the things we want to do moving forward. I mean, again, only time will tell. I'm not that bothered personally because I've moved on to Bluetooth. You do get light, new lightning phones, lightning ear uh, phones with the new device. So, you know, when I go on the tube, most people with earphones in are the white earpods, which do still do not fit my ears because I'm obviously a mutant. <clears throat> well, you, you are always what, seven what was, foot. What's that got to do with the size of his ears? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can what? talk. <laughs> well, I know. I know. I, I, I get carried off in a stiff breeze. <laughs> um, what, what I thought was really funny about that uh, was when he, when he announced it, or when he, he said what, or he confirmed yeah. that this was going to happen, there was just tumbleweed from the crowd. And there it was, were, yes. Oh, yep. Well, well picked up. And I was like, did, did, yeah, did, did they... I mean, given given the people who, go, who actually go to these things, actually appear get get a ticket and go on on site and everything, did they know? Yeah. So it wasn't a surprise, or did they just hate it? But then when they announced the adapter, that got a clap. Mm. So I think it, 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 was, it was, uh, I think it was a lot of squelchy bottoms. It's like, oh, here it comes, here it comes. We know. It's like, I think it's that tenseness of having that announcement made and then sort of dealing with the fact, right, ah, oh, we can relax now. It's finally out there. But, uh, and then go on. But I, I do feel they covered it okay because not only did they say, okay, you're going to have a lightning, we're going to give you lightning earbuds, which they obviously had earpods, sorry, not buds, you know, earpods, airpods even. We're going to give you them and we're going to give you a dongle. And we also produced these wonderful little things called airpods which i just know if i buy these i'm gonna lose them instantly yeah, you probably want to get them and attach a cable to them so you don't lose them <laughs> be like mittens before we go on to the wireless ones the only thing with this whole lightning thing is that yes it may give you a, a dac converter and it probably has some fancy schmancy way of making audio sound better it doesn't matter unless the drivers in the actual earphones themselves have been improved so I suppose that the a lot of people slate. A yeah, but hang people... on, you got so what they're saying is if you get by noise cancelling, I don't know, Barry, have you got had noise cancelling earphones? Yes. Do they require um, power? No. From the bat from batteries no. or anything? No, I, no. I know some no. do. Oh, that's yeah, but is it not passive and active? You can get two sorts, maybe. Yeah, I I I never I've never had active active ones. But again, this I only I only bought noise cancelling 
earphones or i bought i just bought headphones because i thought you know the, the white ones that you've that I've, I've got up to now with any apple device are, are pretty poor and again i i didn't you know the last the last device i got was an iphone 6 and i haven't even opened my headphones mm. so whether or not you know with the with the 6s i don't know what obviously you, you got a pair with that i don't know if the quality of those improved in in terms of they've, they've never fit me so i don't i've never <laughs> used them <laughs> But yes, I've, I've I've never never used them. Initially, I did when I when I when I, uh, when I you know, my wife had a pair of I've used those. But it's not it wasn't for me just about cancelling the noise around me. It was not being that annoying git on the train. Oh, yeah. But it's, and, it's I get oh, sorry. No, no, that was it. You know, so I want to I want to be able to clear up some of the uh, external noise interference. But also be able to sit there, have my music at a reasonable level, uh, and knowing that I'm not bugging people sitting around me. But you know, when I'm on the tube and the train and stuff, I do see a significant amount of people still using white ear pods or buds, uh, and I'm always jealous because just the way they sort of clipping in, in into their ears, and I think, why can't I do that? Because they sort of they put them, they hook them in, and they just stay there for the entire journey. If I pull it in my ear, like five seconds later, it's falling out. So I don't know if I'm just putting them in wrong or not, but they just do not work for me at all. And You're wearing it this wrong. Is why yeah, exactly. This is why I've moved on to Bluetooth earphones, and I've never looked back. I just, I just love them. I don't, I've, the only thing that concerns me, the only thing that would be an issue is now I, like, I bought a few microphones for my iPhone when I'm shooting video. Of course, they all connected via the earport jack. So as long as, the, as long as that lightning cable adapter will still allow input from that port, that dongle, I'll be happy. Otherwise, a lot of people are going to have to figure out another way of getting audio into that device. Good point. This was all the precursor to the Apple AirPods with, oh, let's go down the feature list, a new W1 chip. It's got a, it's got a sensor to detect when it's in your ear. So you could imagine, like, uh, what is it called? The location-aware setting at the bottom of the iPhone that sometimes when you go to unlock your phone, it's got your last used app in that area, so that's going to be quite good. Motion accelerometer and Siri double tap. If they can get Siri to work <laughs> over whatever protocol that they're using, I will be personally amazed, and it will be worth that feature alone, because every single set of Bluetooth headphones that I've had... Siri, they're not Bluetooth, though, are they? Did they say what it was? No, no they, are, they are not saying what they are, but the way it connected and everything like that, that is not Bluetooth because that is instant what they're doing. You know, Bluetooth, you go through, you've got to set up things, you've got to sometimes put in a code, you've got to, it takes a while to find it. These were open the box, bang, it's detected. And it's not just that phone, it'll be your watch as well. And then once you've done it over that, it will sync across all your iDevices, all your iCloud-connected devices, and sync with all them as well. And I've, that is not Bluetooth. It's blinking impressive if they can get siri to work i'll just come back to the bluetooth story i've got i've tried three sets of headphones sometimes you press and hold for two seconds and you hear nothing but siri's activated sometimes you press and hold the power button for two seconds it powers off the headphones and then sometimes you can press it for two seconds you've got to count wait you have a bit of lag and then you hear the dink. Uh, so if they've cracked that and especially if it works because it's got this one, a beam forming microphone that probably look at the how you're chilling, so I suppose. Which, which isn't new technology because that's what Electra uses, the Amazon ordering thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's just technology that looks, it hears noise and it focuses on that. Your, your company that you're very um, 
normally quite proud of the uh, nuance company if you go to their site go to their their hall and they give their presentation they have all these microphones around the room so when they're doing dictation all these microphones lock in on the person who's actually doing the presentation or whatever and ignore everybody else so you know beamforming has been around for a while but to get them into something this small is still impressive there's no pairing or unpairing hallelujah although how it or does that mean like if i'm sat next to you i can just put my headphones next to your phone and it'll pick it up yeah yeah well no you gotta open the case when you open the case some is something going on there. There's some handshake going on there, and it says, "Do you want to connect?" It's not automatic. It's not just doing oh, it. Oh yes, of course. Okay. You get a little um, pop-up thingy at the bottom. Five hours mm-hmm. of now. They just say five hours of listening. So I would say continuous probably, listening. Yep. Yeah, so that's probably going to be about three hours of talking, possibly, probably. Uh, no pairing on pairing, and then they went on to announce three Beats headphones. You got the Beats Solo Three, which is going to have forty hours of playback. The Power Beats 3 Wireless or the Beats X, which are the cheap ones. Uh, which, <laughs> yeah, they didn't say how cheap, did they? <laughs> yeah, all things relative on an Apple scale. Any of you chaps going to plump down your money to give these a try? I mean, I know, Carl, you said if, it all depends if they fit, but I doubt you're going to be able to go into an Apple store and try them. Uh, That's, Barry, I, I, would you I, be able to, Sorry, go on. I, I think there would be a way of trying them on because they're $170. I don't know what that's going to come over to UK currency at there has to be a way of trying them out. I mean, they might be on little cables in, in the Apple store, but I've got to imagine there'll be some way of trying them out. I hope someone goes around and cleans them on a regular I basis. Say, I'm not sticking anything that's been into a youth's ear all into my <laughs> logo. Blimey, I, I, but, I value my sanity. I, I would, I would like, definitely be interested if they fit in my ears, but it looks like the standard design. Perhaps someone can send me a, 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 a heads up on how to put these bloody pods into your ear so they do not fall out because i am not that freaky i am tall but i do not think my ears are that freaky but oh well have you tried sellotape that might work <laughs> or a a woolly hat you could say I'm, I'm, I'm doing oh, like uh who's the, who's the the guitarist out of you two the edge is edge. it who wears that woolly hat that's your answer can i, can I just say He's isn't it great appreciate that. you two on the oh. stage yeah, I would have preferred them. Although, I... yeah, exactly. <laughs> your thing is with your edge, though, he's never going to appreciate that hat when he goes outside. He's not going to feel the benefit. No, <laughs> that's, that's, that's very true. That's very true. Well, maybe we don't we don't know if he's got he's actually got earplugs under there anyway. Well, if you got to talk to Bono all day, I suppose you would, wouldn't you? Really? <laughs> well, I mean, we I think we all bailed out from the end of the thing, didn't we? Because after that dancing artistic impression, the thing is, just before that, music. Wo- yeah, before that woman came on. Tim Cook had this thing where he put his hand to the back of his head, rubbed the back of his head as if to say, uh, right. Sorry got, about this. Yeah, we've got to do this bit then. But at least he didn't try doing the ping thing with Bono like he did the other no, year. No. Uh, I think I might give these a try. Uh, if only for the fact I might actually be able to use Siri when I'm out running to, instead of my Bluetooth headphones. Because nothing's worse than when you're going out and you, say, you finish this to a podcast and you want to try and use Siri to... Uh, start a mm. running playlist. Uh, I might, might even try the Beats. Barry, wow. are these headphones going to work with your hearing aid? Will you be tempted to get a set, or are you going to pass? Not not so much the AirPods, although, you know, I, I, 
absolutely love the idea of the double tap. We're, that's that's taking us closer to like Torchwood communication devices. Yeah, heroes. That's where it's taking yeah. us back to the original Star Trek. Yeah, so I, I, I love the idea of that. But I'm I, I'm think I'm with you. I'm I'm probably heading towards more the Beats X type stuff. Next up was Apple Pay. Uh, Japan's got Felicia for NFC, so Apple Pay is going to be coming to Japan, so that'll be a big spike in the profits. But let's crack a win more iPhone stuff. We have the A10 Fusion. Now, I my thought here was Fusion. That's a very AMD-ish word, because they have Fusion processors and graphics cards. I thought, oh, here we go. They're going to announce something to do with uh, AMD, but no. We've got a four-core CPU, and you could... And I thought, blinking heck. You know, mm. that's four cores, that's, that's that's heading into Android territory. But no, you've got two cores, uh, which are 40% faster than the A9. And then you've got two other cores running at one-fifth of the power used for emails. So that seems like a pretty decent way of doing things, you know, just going to low power, sippy-sippy mode when doing other stuff. Although, what's it going to do with a web page? Is a web page classed as low power? Is using Quip? For a document class is low power, so it's going to be very interesting. Well, well no, I don't. I think they would be, wouldn't it? Because they're mainly text and one flash of imagery. Because there's no flash on 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 the iPhone, for example, so I haven't got to worry about that. There's uh, maybe some advertising um, uh, divs or something like that might screw it up a bit. But on the whole, I reckon if it's just text, that's what he's saying. If it's just things like email, like text, then th- th- there's no need for those effort cores to, to come in. But if you're using something like a game or if you're using something like photo photography or video, sorry, um, photo editing or video editing, then, then yeah, there's, they, it can unleash the power of those other two cores uh, and, and do all the heavy lifting. That's my, that's my point of view. That's how I understood what he said. Yeah, there was a nice few mentions there of metal, which I always love to hear about in the demonstration. Uh, it's got an Apple Design Performance Controller, which yet again you think, yeah, that's Apple doing their own thing and taking ARM to you know, potentially another level. But this is what blew me away. So it's got six core graphics. Okay, you know, the more cores, you know, the world loves a good core and all that sort of stuff. 50% faster, or up to 50% faster than the A9, which is in the 6S. If you've got an iPhone 6, like I've got, which has got the A8 processor, <laughs> three times faster. I mean, that's just bonk in, the, in a year, uh, in two years. That's just bonk. Uh, then you've got the battery life. And if you've got an iPhone 6S, it's two hours longer than the 6S. I didn't get the second uh, stack, so I was busy going, that's just bonkers. I thought it was the 6. It was... Uh, it was- well, two hours longer. If it was the 6S, it was two hours longer. That's one hour. So Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, the yeah. other way around. Uh, what I'm saying is the 6 is two hours longer, yeah. and the 6S is one hour. Uh, I've longer. got all the stats here. So the wireless audio on the iPhone 7 is 40 hours on the 7 plus 60. Wireless video, 13 hours on the 7, 14 on the 7 plus. Wi-Fi browsing, 14 on the 7, 15 on the 7 plus. LTE browsing. 12 hours on the 7, 13 on the 7 plus, 3G browsing, 12 and 13, and 3G <sighs> talk wireless, 14 and then 21. But all those all those totals are dependent on a good signal because as everybody knows by now, if you're in a weak signal area, that is one of the things. That, that phone is reaching out full power to try and get that signal from that mask. 
and that's what super drains your battery. And, if, and plus anything using GPS. Oh, uh, there was an, uh, my phone was having, having really shocking battery life, and I couldn't work out what it was. And an app that I just recently updated, I don't remember turning on the G, the uh, what's that saying called location privacy. Always yep. use. I don't remember turning it on, but there was like two apps there. I've turned them off, and then my battery life is absolutely amazing. It's, um, it's always it's always handy every now and again to look at the battery shaming part of the in the settings. Well, that, that's the thing. That be, yeah, the, the battery shaming uh, brings up some really interesting results. Um, sorry, Carl, I talked all over you then. But the no, back- uh, uh, that was that was it. <laughs> I was just going to say most people don't know that setting is there because my podcasting app all of a sudden uh, I've downloaded a podcast before I um, pushed it up to post it, and uh, just all of a sudden. It was just sat in the background. It said, oh, it was number one on my seven days. It had been using like 21 hours in the background for some reason, uh, which mm. hopefully uh, the App Store will sort that out with uh, any nasty behaving shenanigans. But yes, two hours extra longer battery life. That'll do me nicely. Well, let's test this. Barry, do you know how to get to the battery shaming devices on your phone? Uh, the battery shaming app. Yeah, I've been, I've, well, probably couldn't do it right now, but I've been, I've been there and I have uh, had a look at it before. Okay. I'm just just going to say something, something which they don't. I know. I know the the last event they talked about wireless a little bit. But what what I'd like to see is is them. They, they I'm happy for them to do this under the covers, but just change change the um, the point at which the 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 i devices decide to roam on the wireless yeah. because at the moment it's something like I think it's. Someone mentioned minus minus seventy five dB, which is just a next is it's next to useless. You know, it, it's you, know, you want to be you know it might maybe minus seventy one seventy two is where you you wouldn't want to go lower than that. I don't think. I thought they'd I've, fixed that on the last iOS. I don't know. Can you just know. for those of us for those of us out there, including myself, who've got no idea what you're on about? Can you just sort of put it into simplified terms, someone like me? Yeah. Yep. So when when you've got when you're connected when you're associated with a wireless network, every vendor, so Apple, Samsung, whoever else, they've got um, an R an RSSI value. It received uh, it received signal sensitivity indicator, and that determines. And these are these are vendor proprietary. That determines when your device will roam. So for example, if you if you drop below um, a certain db signal level your device will say you know what I'm, i can't use that that wireless signal anymore because it's just too low for, to be worth anything and what what i found is especially for example in, in, in my home this is going is, from a wireless network onto 3g slash 4g no, no this is this is between between wireless network you could you could say yeah it could be going from wireless to 3g but in terms of um, more in, t- in terms of going between wireless networks. So I know that an Apple device will cling on to a wireless signal for as long as it can before it will decide to roam. So I've got um, different SSIDs in my house. Ah, gotcha, I've, gotcha, yep. I've got, I've, yep, so I've got an SSID downstairs, I've got an SSID upstairs, and I know that if I go upstairs, chances are the, the device is going to be clinging on to the SSID downstairs. It's going to be, I, 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 I'm still seeing that network at minus 70, whatever. Mm. And then I will manually have to go, right, you're coming off that network and I'm going to, I'm going to connect you to the upstairs um, 
wireless access point because I know that's probably sitting around minus 60 or between you know, 60 and 65, something like that. So it, it is, yeah, it's when you roam. Yeah, my one was, the one I was talking about is where it, it works out if if your Wi-Fi is too weak, it will jump over to 4G, not not another network. That was the one I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah, so I think, yeah, they, they, they did, did do some work on that, didn't they? I think mm-hmm. we we questioned, you know, at, at what, they've obviously done, they've obviously had to work out at what point, you know, based on your, your 4G signal and based on your Wi-Fi signal, what your throughput is and what that handover point's going to be. I think you need to send them a suggestion, Baz. Oh, no, my, my suggestion for them is going to be fix the HDMI interface on the Apple TV. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? Uh, we, we can, we, we, let's talk about that next week. Okay. Yeah. Right, so put that in the show notes for next week then, Barry, at the top, Barry's follow-up. Uh, yeah, two hours extra battery life, we covered that. It's going to be, was it an hour longer than... Well, yes, I didn't catch it at once, sorry. But in the UK, we can now get the iPhone upgrade program. This is a, mm. uh, we were looking at this just before we came on the show. Now, yes, you do have to enter into a, uh, a contract for 20 months, but it means that on, was it month 11? In fact, I'm going to have to jump back into the document and find it now. Somebody, Phil? Um, yeah, so this is a fact where, this is a, a service where you can pay a certain amount a month, or Mark's trying to figure out what that, I've got it now. Me. I've got it now. So, the for example, the iPhone seven is thirty three forty five per month versus thirty nine forty five for the thirty two gig version. One hundred twenty eight gig version is thirty eight forty five versus forty four forty five, and the ginormous two hundred fifty six gig version is forty three forty five and forty nine forty five. It's a twenty months purchase. <coughs> Excuse me, uh, with zero percent zero percent interest, with an upfront payment of forty nine pounds. <coughs> so, so since it's not twelve months, does that just mean it keeps ticking over? So at the end of twenty months, you have to renew it and carry on. I, I'm not sure how that part of it works. And twenty months seems a bit weird as well. Well, yeah, because it's almost well, it's not quite. It's just over a year and a half, so it's 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 weird. I got I got to look into that one a bit more because I remember. When it came out in the US, a lot of people were saying it, it seems to be a good deal if that if you're in the market to get a new phone every year. Yeah, and let's not, forget, keep... on, yeah, let's not forget on top of this, you've still got to pay for your mobile phone provider. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Depending also, on also that, wrong, you need to keep your phone. You need to keep the phone in good condition because when you hand it oh, back. Damn it. So, exactly. <laughs> so if you're one of these people who drops their phone every five minutes or put loads of gunk inside it, it's probably not the service for you. Well, I'm not going to be buying this cu- I'm not going to be buying the Teflon edition, which is that jet black one. No matter how much I love it, that's just got, yep, that's going to fall to the floor the second it comes out of the box. Well, I just think that one would be fantastic for the FBI because they are after people's fingerprints all the time. That will be covered in them, I think. I suppose if you put something over 20 months as opposed to 12, that's how you can keep your cost looking reasonable. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just wondering because, you know, you're meant to do it every year. So I'm wondering what happens when you get to the end of that, what is it, eight extra months or whatever. Do you just well, carry on again? Well, maybe, yeah, I imagine you, you would. I suppose, yeah, I think Mark made the point prior to the show was, if you've got after twelve months, maybe the estimated resale value of your good condition oh, yeah. device will take take you up. They take that eight months into consideration. But mm. if you said what would be interesting would be if you got to the end of the twelve months, you went, you know what, I'm done. Here's my phone, or, or you know, I suppose no, you would just keep your phone. You would keep your phone, pay your last eight months, and you're done. 
and then you come out of that contract. So that's what it's got to be, I think. I think that's got to be the the cost associated with the resale value of your good condition device. I'm just on the Apple Renew program where you can trade in your old phone directly with Apple. I'm just trying to put my IMEIE number in now to see what I'm going to get for my iPhone 6. Uh, can I read the last few two riveting podcasting? I better put that in wrong. Please turn off Find My Phone. Really? You have to turn off Find My Phone so you can check it? Oh, okay. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. Find where I put it in there now. But for your sake, don't turn off Find My Phone and then lose your phone. <laughs> Which I did the other night as well whilst I was testing. We'll come back to this, but yes, if you've got a device, you don't have to go through all the hassle of selling it on eBay. And let's face it now, what could they've bumped up the, uh, all the older models have got the uh, capacity increase as well. That's pretty much just decimated that market as well. So now is a good time to go and buy a cheap iOS device, unless it's an iPad. Do you, know, you notice the the six? Well, from what that, that's one of those last slides, the six is dropping out completely and it's going to be, and the range is going to be the the SE 6S yeah. and the 7 yep. so we've now got not only have we got an old device we've got a, a an end of sale device well you guys have I haven't <laughs> we're all impressed who's going to get one then uh, I think if I can find any spare pennies under the couch uh, or sofa I should say we're not in America we're in the UK uh, I'm sold I, I think I would still just go for the seven thirty-two gig model, uh, Barry. Any plans to upgrade? Uh, well, like, like you, because I've got a six. I think the uh, and again, because I may be in the in the US in in December. But depending what the depending what the exchange rate is doing, but I'm I am tempted. I am tempted, but then I, I suppose if I gave my wife give my wife my old one for um, five hundred pound. <laughs> Whatever you've just said, I completely dropped off the call then. Oh, did you? And now your levels are absolutely all over the place. So bang goes my early night of uh, editing this one nice and No, because you've got our audio. It's, it's it's fine. This is why we do our own audio. So you just Barry's, asked me. Yeah. Barry's going to give his wife's, his wife his phone for a mere 500 quid. <laughs> she can have my iPhone 6 for 500 pounds, and then I will spend that money... Uh, on, on a, a, a nice new 7. But I won't go 7S because of my dainty hands. Uh, Carl, I'm going to assume 7S rose gold? No, no, no. New colour. So that's me. New colour. You know me. New colour. So jet black, 128 gig version. 7 plus. Uh, 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 blimey. Sorry, Barry. You're absolutely buzzing away there. Good and proper. You're coming in rather hot. But we'll carry on because I've got... We've got to get this all wrapped up. We've been going for an hour and a half already, and we've actually got something to talk about. Um, overall, final thoughts on the event, the presentation, the length, Phil Schiller. Carl, what was your overall thoughts on the presentation of it all? Uh, a bit worried when it started off. I thought it, was, it started on some fairly shaky demonstrations and apps and things like that, but as soon as it settled down onto the hardware, I was impressed. Barry, your final thoughts? Exciting. I enjoyed it. I thought it was rather tense. It was good to see Phil come out and... Uh, not Phil... Uh, the old Tim Cook come out and do a bit of carpool karaoke, even if he did look like he was lip syncing. <laughs> nice little nod there to Apple Music, and of course, nice plug there for their own version of carpool karaoke. Very enjoyable, a little bit tense. Um, that you could sense that's why they brought out the Taskmaster, the presentation, Bill Schiller, 
to go through it all. Right, how long have we been going for? An hour and 20. Right, we've had some feedback. We've had some Apple health questions. Do you want to tackle them in this show, or should we save it for next week? Um, well, since we've gone around so long, let's save the health thing to fill yep. for next week. So for Gordy, who sent us a rather interesting question about Apple Health, we're going to take that on next week. Also, the debate of Mass versus Stein, Reuters versus Reuters, and hopefully even Barry might make an appearance. Uh, and uh, Matt isn't here this week because his excuse was, if I'm right here, Carl, he was going to Norway on a train to see, in air quotes, a client. And then he, no. was, he was in South Bank today, is that right? No, no, no. So today, apparently, he's at apple headquarters where they do an unveiling in they do a hands-on thing for british press i believe but okay uh and then tomorrow he's off to some something to do with itn i'm not sure what yeah so he's he's basically not he's too big for this show now and i think you know what chaps it's been a very long day i know carly like to say you've been up early um i know barry it's 3 a.m uh, let's wrap this up then. So, how can we get a hold of you, fine gentlemen? Barry, if they, people want to follow you on the Twitter sphere, where can they get a hold of you? I am at Womblefoot. And Mr. Carmadden, if they so wish, where are they going to get a hold of you, good sir? Twitter, Clausio101. And you can get a hold of me on the Twitter at Essential Apple or via the EssentialApple.com website. Hope you've enjoyed this show. It's a little bit uh, rough and ready. I'm not going to do any editing, but I might do one or two bits, but uh, I want to go to bed because it's been a long day as well. It's been a, the show recorded after WWDC titled Dongle Forget About Me. Cue the music. Forget about me. Cheerio, everyone. Bye. See ya.